What's up guys, Faruqi Bros here, this is podcast number 25, and today we're doing a Shazam spoiler podcast. As always, I'm Editor-in-Chief Shiraz Faruqi, and I'm joined by my brother Zayan. What's up guys? My cousin Umar. Hey everyone. And my other cousin Samir. What's up? So today uh, we're going to be going through Shazam uh, and talking about the whole movie, you know, in uh, full spoilers, so if you have not seen the movie yet, uh, be sure to check it out. Uh, definitely give us your thoughts in the comments as well. But uh, speaking on just how we thought about it, and I'll kind of start us off. Uh, I had the chance to see the movie a couple of weeks ago, and uh, my review for Shazam is on Rotten Tomatoes, and it's on uh, uh, there's a video version on our YouTube channel as well. So if you want to hear uh, my thoughts in full, personally speaking, you can check it from there. But you know, I really enjoyed the film. I thought uh, you know it's very joyful. Uh, it's full of heart, and it. You know, it did a good job kind of meeting all the expectations, you know. It's supposed to be a wish fulfillment of a kid who gets to be Superman, basically. And that's what uh, Billy Batson basically gets. You know, he gets to be a superhero. And and all the trials and tribulations that come with that. And and I thought the acting, the actors did a good job. I thought um, I thought the story was pretty satisfactory. They did a good job. I thought... Uh, the acting was nice. I think I already said that, but and and there's also you know some other other good stuff that we're gonna get into as we go along. But before we uh, before I like I know my review's kind of been out there, but before I get past you guys, I'll pass it to Zion and say what does he think about the movie? Yeah, I think uh, I think Shazam was great. Um, like like Shiraz said, it was fun, full of heart. Um, a stark difference from the usual that what you expect from a DC movie, but this seems to be the trend following Aquaman. Um, yeah, the cast did great. I think uh, there were some weak points in the CGI, but overall the story was good. The acting was good. Um, I think Shazam's costume looked really great. Um, uh, I mean, those are probably my pretty, pretty quick thoughts on it. I know we'll get deeper into it later. Umar, what about you? What did you think? Uh, it was good. Um, I think joy is the, the, the only word that kind of comes to mind. Uh, it's very, like, it is exactly like it. It did exactly what what we expected. Like it, it, it like the kid. It's like a kid version of Superman. Um, I I love the family element. I love the fact that like when the movie got serious, they kind of stayed there a little bit. And like the t- the switch switching between the tones of having like you know having the the, the lighter tone and then sometimes going like kind of going for your heart. That was that was really good. I love that. Um, and everyone just kind of killed their roles. Like everybody just did really well. Like Zachary Levi is exactly like the dude is a fifteen year old kid. Like he he did a good job of like portraying the kid version of Billy. And then Freddie is like is like is like if Shroz was in the universe. Like, that's what. <laughs> Like, that's exactly what he is. No, he's he's basically the DCEU fan, you know. It's a little bit of a like it's like you're seeing a DC fan in a DC movie, which I thought was a very interesting job. Yeah, yeah. The only shirt I was kind of missing was the was the shirt with Aquinas on it. (laughs) Yo, if you wore that shirt, imagine. (laughs) The look that kind of lit, but yeah, he had all the shirts. The only thing I would say, like, that I kind of felt like could have made the movie a little bit better than it already is, is score. But like the score just. Yeah, you know, I noticed that this movie used more real songs 
kind of like Suicide Squad did, yeah. you know, where it, it relied on on actual yeah. music, uh, contemporary music, to kind of fill in the gaps. There was a little bit of a score, especially in the third act, when they all kind of uh, uh, became the heroes they wanted they needed to be. And, and it's tough to do it. Like, you like Superman score. Like, you can work off things with other characters because it's characters, like, you're introducing this character to, like, general audience. It's tough for, like, it's yeah. tough for us. This hasn't been done before also, so, like, it's it's tough to, like, actually make a new... Yeah, personally, I thought that... I personally thought Aquaman actually did a better job with the score, especially with Aquaman's main themes. I agree as well. But... Yeah, Aquaman resonated. I think it resonates. Like, it just... I don't know, like, the, this, the theme didn't resonate. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know, it was very much uh, in the vein of John Williams. It was Libra Shirley Walker in there. It's very much like, you know, uh, the trumpets yeah. and, and the flutes and all that. You know, what I'm kind of like... going for it, too. Like, that's, I think that's what... Yeah, definitely. Like the, the older... Like, the older... Like Classic. Super, the Superman movies that came out before, like, those. That's mm-hmm. the kind of, like... And I think that's what it is. Like, I think with the, all the different, like, types of superhero films that are coming out now, and there's a variety... Um, this is kind of like within twenty nine, like twenty nineteen. This is like the twenty nineteen version of Superman, like the older Superman. Movies. Like he kind of yeah. like bridged, he kind of like bridged it together. Yeah, and then there's some cool references and stuff like Superman. And yeah, yeah, definitely. I thought it was pretty good. No, I thought it was all right. It was wholesome. It was funny. It was great acting. Great costumes. And the Seven Deadly Sins were great, but it was. I don't know. I felt it was kind of boring at some some parts in the film. I mean, I like the family aspect and the whole message behind it, but I put this one above Captain Marvel. All right, so uh, not bad. And let's kind of like uh, Loki. I kind of agree with that. There's like points in this movie for some reason I just don't like that. Yeah, I thought I thought the opposite than the Captain Marvel jokes, which is what Marvel does. So they did. Yeah, you know, on that on the topic, the jokes in this film were like, you know, actually natural and funny. You know, I thought they were naturally and funny. When the movie had to be sincere, you know, like in the scene where he meets his mom again and she rejects him, like there was no joke. It was a serious you, moment. I think it did a better job with jokes than Aquaman did. It did a better job with jokes than Aquaman. I think Aquaman, especially in the second act, like the when Mera was eating the flower well, or I, the, the Pitbull song. The Aquaman was that it was all contained in one moment. No, they, they no, was, it was all not the whole really, fir- not really. the whole first second act. Not really. First act wasn't wasn't that that much. The I jokes like were more really. They're like throwing no, no. at you the second. They were act. MCU jokes in Aquaman. The way MCU does jokes, that's what Aquaman was doing jokes. Shazam does more uh, organic jokes, which is like things just happening with the characters. I thought it's kind of like what Spider Man Homecoming did. It's like closer to that, which is like situational humor instead of pun humor. Whereas let's say uh, uh, a good example of pun humor would be. Like Ant Man and Ant Man, yeah. So, which is funny because this movie is probably gonna make Ant Man money, but it's very similar. It's very similar in terms of the budget, in terms of what they're going for. In fact, this movie made me appreciate Ant Man more a little bit. But we can talk about it later. But yeah, Ant Man, look, listen, Ant Man one is good. I said that. But the, <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let's keep talking about Shazam. Let's stay, let's stay on topic. I know we're getting off topic, but we can stay on it. Um, let's talk about kind of like how it sits in the DCEU. Like, a lot of people, especially after Justice League... Yeah, it's not better than Aquaman. I just want to say that right out. Like, right well, we'll, out, do, right we'll do our rankings in the end and discuss that in full. They could have... But. Honestly, I wanted them to, like, go more deeper into, like... They could, they had, the stuff they put, like, the foster home stuff that they actually, like, put on blast, that stuff was great. I just felt like they needed... They, you could have done more of that. Like, you could have like, done... I feel like on that, there was so many things to introduce to, like, the general public that there wasn't time to put all the stuff in. I feel like... 
that kind of stuff, they'll really dive into it in like the next movie. I think I think with this film, like in particular, and the kind of topic I want to talk about was that kind of like how it sits in the DCEU, not in terms of ranking, but in terms of, you know, after Justice League came out, a lot of people, you know, course correction, and you heard words like reboots, and, and as we know, the universe is very different now than it was back in the day. Like, we don't know what Batman's situation is, a lot of things are different, but at the same time, there are some uh, find-throughs. Where this movie is very much, it lets you know right away, like, this is the world where Man of Steel happened, and Batman v Superman happened. There's posters in Freddy's room that talked about Justice League, that was Superman came back from the dead, and things like that. So it's like it's very much in the world, you know. And a lot of people sometimes think, oh yeah, is this canon or not, you know? But Shazam made it right away clear that no, this is a DCEU film. Like this takes place in the world that started with Man of Steel, right? So uh, let's talk about some more favorite cameos and our favorite little moments, like callbacks. And I know this is going to lead into the big one because there's only one big cameo moment that obviously it's controversial. So let's kind of discuss it. And when we went to see it, the second Superman walked in, even though there was no head Superman, uh, people were like gasping and going crazy in the audience. Like they didn't see it coming. Superman, and because they put the John Williams theme and everything, so it was kind of like, like for us, we could talk about like for us. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, it was like kind of, it was kind of lit. Like when you kind of walked in, it was kind of, kind of litty. But at the same time, um, I think as fans, like, we have the right to kind of wonder, like, or not wonder, but like, kind of, like, I'm frustrated that they didn't just fix the whole yeah contract issue and just figure out how to wait, like, how to get him. So I actually have the the best part is I actually have a little story on that, which I just broke today on Inverse dot com, where they interviewed David Sandberg and they talked about that final sequence and kind of the math behind it and what was going on. So here's what David Sandberg said. He said that. Originally, in the script, the plan was for Superman to show up uh, the same way, like he would have shown up at the end of the movie, and it would have been Henry Cavill, and Henry would have sat down and talked to Shazam and to Freddy, like, and actually have a, like, a sincere moment, and actually tell him that, oh yeah, like, yeah, you know, you're a good hero, or whatever, you're doing a great job, and things like that, right? Something very small, but it would have been more sincere. Obviously, the Henry Cavill situation, which David Sandberg himself said that it, it wasn't to do with his contract, more it was to do with his schedule because he was working on The Witcher and starting to get Witcher stuff going and he just wasn't available. And in that case, the person who walked in, that body was not Henry Cavill's body. It was actually Zachary Levi's stunt double. So Zachary's stunt double was the person who put on the costume and did the walk-in. And originally there was a lot of like, options being thrown out there, but uh, David was very like strict that, you know, if it's not Henry Cavill, then... You know, we have to, we can't put anyone else's voice or anything. It has to be then just no head because he respects the universe, you know? Yeah. So he, in the end, yeah, let Zach. Like, we've lived both ways. I mean, at the end of the day, it's Superman, and we haven't seen what feels like, because of Justice League, it seems like we haven't really seen Superman, Superman for a long time. So, yeah. Um, you know, it was, it was, you know, it was cool to see that. It was a cool moment. And, and, you know, they were kind of building up to it because they were talking about, oh, yeah, like Superman was mentioned a lot in the film. Like, I think the word Superman was said, like, I feel like every 10 minutes, like someone was saying the word Superman, you know, and he's very much in like the, the nexus point of this film, like how they discussed him and the dialogue around him. And like, I hope like the next one, the sequel, at least, like, I don't know, they tried to set up something with some caterpillar or some shit, but like, <laughs> <laughs> whatever, <laughs> but who is, is that? I don't know, Mr. Mind, dude. It's Mr. Mind, man. Mr. Mind. He's like a villain. Whatever, He's like man. a big villain. Like, Black Adam, like, 
Let me let me add Black Adam. Adam they showed The Rock for like two seconds, like a CGI version. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was kind of lit too. I mean, look like uh, like a weirdo. Anyways. You know, I think I think their plan is definitely uh, according to Peter Safran, the producer and stuff like that. I don't think Shazam Two is gonna have Black Adam. Well, uh, when's Black Adam? Stayed they said they're gonna inflated. start shooting it next year, maybe in for twenty twenty one release. And so Black Adam is gonna come Shazam out. Two before. Uh, I think Black they want to get. They said the Shazam Two has to come out fast because the kids are so young. They kind of want to do Harry Potter approach because the kids are so young right now and they're gonna grow up fast. And especially people like Asher Angel and and Freddie Freeman. As every year passes, they're gonna get older and older, and suddenly it's gonna be like uh, Harry and Ron and Hermione between uh two and three you know and in two and three in harry potter chamber of secrets they all look like kids and then in prisoner of azkaban they you can tell they got older and then as every film goes they get older and older for shazam you can't wait like every three years to make a movie you got to keep making them fast so i think uh they're gonna definitely green light and push a shazam too faster than we think that's fine Black Adam, Superman. i think black adam yeah that movie's gonna be a solo movie uh, they say it's gonna be really good uh, I think they're gonna push for a rated R, or at least try to get as dark as possible. So they're gonna say it's like, be a nice balance of tones, and when they do uh, eventually meet. Uh, I don't think it's gonna be rated R. Well, you know, his story is more darker, you know, because it's like it takes place in the past, uh, in ancient Egypt, and kind of like what uh, he goes through, and and kind of he he's he's a tr he's a tragic figure in a sense. So there's a lot that goes into that. But it'll be interesting to see how it goes. Uh, any other big moments you like? Uh, and I'm talking more. So, Zalman, tell one of your favorite moments. Well, I mean, the Shazam family moment was awesome. I think uh, I mean, we were all familiar with Jeff Johns' run, and we knew this was going to be in the film, obviously, since it's heavily inspired by it. Um, but I, seeing that moment was really great. All the costumes are great. Uh, I think that was one of my favorite top moments. What about you, Omar? What's your top moment in the film? Uh, moment? Yeah, your favorite moment in the movie. No, no, I think it's Ben Loki, that's Roger. <laughs> Actually, it's not. <laughs> My favorite moment is probably when they're when they're fighting in the city, like when they're just they, they you know when Shazam and freaking Savannah, uh, uh, Savannah, <laughs> they're fighting in the city. <laughs> he Loki would he Loki would have been a good Lex Luthor actually. Uh, let's not start a debate that we don't. Oh, want. Okay. You, know, that's not, <laughs> you gotta get the shields on. <laughs> yeah, let's not start a debate for no reason. Uh, although Loki would have, you would have been actually a good luck spot. Uh, that's paradoxical. <laughs> so, you, so that was your favorite scene, like the nighttime fight. Uh, you mean you mean the scene where everyone yeah. made a controversy yeah, like out of the nighttime fight? It reminded me of like Superman's on like fighting, but like a very funny version of that. Yeah, yeah, like you know when they're very far away talking talk to each other. And, and that was lit. That was hilarious. Yeah, I was actually I was actually laughing at that. I thought it was actually little organic jokes, you know, like like of course, yeah, if you're standing that far away, of course, scare each other, you know. <laughs> but uh, and also the whole controversy over oh, did the John Williams theme humming, and obviously that didn't happen with the action figures. But then later I mean, they played the yeah, theme. He did something like, far worse. No, he did not hum any theme. Yeah, he hummed it. Okay, 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 okay. He hummed it. All right, just well, stop, stop talking. No, so he dumb. didn't. No, he didn't. No, he didn't. We all knew no, he, he didn't. They played it. He didn't. He, they played it at the end when he walked in. Yeah, only Superman walked in, but the kid didn't hum it. He was actually zero. It was mute. Yeah, the kid didn't hum it. He was actually... Loki, he was just he was just making like oh, the he was humming something. No, he was like, he was like no, pew pew. He something. Okay, they, we all just saw it today, and everyone knows they it's forgot. confirmed. They forgot. It's confirmed. Every time we've done the movie, we already knew this. They they All right, we, we, they just said it was cut for the trailer only. It's already confirmed. You're misinforming the audience. But 
but he when he walked in, they played it. And yeah, 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 they played. They played a light version of it. Yeah, I mean, it was stupid. In my opinion, it's dumb to do it, but I mean, that's the way they're going. So I got a question. Yeah, yeah, got a question. Samir got a question. Question about the movie. What's your question about the movie? You know, in the post credit scene when um, the Caravan is writing writing shit on the wall. You know. Yeah, yeah. Can't he just write the same symbols seven times and walk through the door and just pull up? Well, he doesn't have the eye anymore. Yeah, but he didn't. Yeah, have but he didn't have the eye in the first part too either. Look, it's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> Why did the calibrator? Oh, yeah, that's true. That plot hole. <laughs> that's a big plot hole. Well, maybe he was trying to open it, but the door is closed now because because uh, Shazam takes like the staff is broken. I don't know. Yeah, and he, and he's in the lair now. Shazam takes takes care of the lair. Yeah, but the symbol is still the same. Yeah, but the door's not gonna open anymore. Maybe, and maybe they change the lock. And Mr. Mind is there. They're now. going to do locksmith, right? Listen, Mr. Mind, aka the Caterpillar, is still there now. He's going to take care of business. <laughs> that was so stupid, bro. I was in. It's still stupid. It's it was actually kind of funny, but uh, Dude, he, they're going to make the Monster Society evil. Get ready for that. <laughs> That's Shazam too. Well, yeah. So the, the, the Caterpillar, for the audience who doesn't know, he is like a master genius in a Caterpillar's like it's like an alien, you know, and he creates. Uh, a supervillain society and Doctor Savannah's part of it, but I don't think they're gonna do that. But but I think they're obviously. Why would you show them when I do that? I don't know. Maybe what are they gonna do the next movie? Maybe they have some plans. You know? <laughs> Shazam has multiple villains. Shazam is gonna gonna step on the Capitol. All right, yeah, but okay. So Samir, what's your favorite movie in the favorite moment in the film? <laughs> what's your favorite movie? In the <laughs> what's your favorite moment in the film, Samir? I right, let me think. Because I didn't tell you my favorite moment. My, my favorite moment is Kylie. Actually, my favorite moment is No, no. Favorite. I'm playing my favorite moment, not because Zan's going to take my what? favorite moment. My favorite moment. Uh, too bad. <laughs> my favorite moment. Actually, Samir, forget it. Wait, my favorite, my favorite, my favorite Shut up, shut up. I was this one. Superman, I swear to God. You had a chance. Uh, you chose to you chose be generic with your Shazam family. family. I'm my saying My favorite moment was different. All right. First, let Samir go. My favorite moment was serious. All right. Let Samir go. My favorite moment at the end when they're all sitting at the table and he's like, oh, put your hand in. Whatever. That's kind of That's a good family moment. Oh, it's a warm family moment. This is very like home alone, you know? Very It was very wholesome. <laughs> it was like wholesome family content. Did you guys see Home Alone? You know Home Alone. It's, it's very similar to that. You know, like in the end, like nice music. Some of his life is Home Alone. My my favorite moment. There's two moments. I actually really no, like. No, you have one moment. Oh, I have fine, my real moment. fine, fine. My real moment is when obviously he meets his mom for oh the first time. Oh my god, I was gonna say that. When he meets oh, his mom. Yeah. I'm gonna freaking slap somebody. That right. was mine. He stole from me right now. No, that, that was the latest movie. To... That was the most serious moment in the film. It was really, really good because that's the whole movie. That's what he's looking for. He's looking for his mom from the beginning, and finally he meets her, and she's like, you know, like a drug addict or something. I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah, the best part was when he handed the couplet. She's like, "What is it?" Yeah, that was I was, like, that was, yeah, that was I was like, "Bro," okay. I was shook actually. That, I was shook. Yeah, that was my favorite scene. Dude, I felt a tear, dude. <laughs> I feel. Low key, when he jumps off the uh, off the building, says Shazam. That's probably the sixth one. You know, it gets it's in sicker context, because of context. It's so good. Yeah, in context, so good. As soon as, as soon as he was like, uh, like it's time, I gotta go back to my real family, and I I knew it. I knew this guy's about to do the thing that, like we saw in the trailers and everything. So yeah, yeah, he did the main. He did like yeah, his. That. that moment is probably the best note. Yeah, I've seen. Like, I think that was like the. The iconic movie where he finally felt like, remember, remember when he became a hero, he became arrogant and he became uh, selfish and he kind of lost his way. Yeah. It wasn't until after he found his mom. Because remember when uh, I think uh, when the kid, the kid forgot his name already, but he uh, tells Billy that, oh, I found found your mom, right? Eugene. 
Yeah, Eugene. When Eugene tells him he found his mom, like he runs away as fast as he doesn't talk to his foster family. He runs away to get it to come to his mom. And when he finds out his mom moved on and doesn't really care about him, and she purposely abandoned him and all that, uh, then he felt like I gotta go to my real family. And he found Savannah has him. So then he went to that. He was like an angry mode. It was like the one time he was like actually serious. And then uh, I have a secondary funny moment, which is when remember we talked about John Williams theme, but they actually played the Hans Zimmer Batman theme for oh, a second. Yeah, I totally forgot about and, that. And and that was actually pretty good. That was a good touch, you know, Hans Zimmer junkie really excels. When Freddy throws the battering, they do the exact Batman theme, you know? The Ben Affleck theme. They they straight up play it. I don't know if you guys caught yeah. that. Yeah, we didn't catch it. It was when they're in like the cave eternity or whatever. Yeah. He throws it to Savannah's head. Yeah. Like, like they, they blast the They leave blast the junk this, junk XL score. Yeah. Oh yeah, dude. I don't remember that. It was. It was it was like, you know, whatever. It was it was <laughs> They played men are still That's good. What I was wondering, what the heck? That's what I was wondering in the theater. I was like, "What the heck?" I've heard that somewhere. Yeah, it was really men are still good. Um, we didn't like. I didn't catch it when I was actually in it. Like, I just realized right now what that was. Yeah. So in that sense, you know, like, I was wondering, like, what the heck? I was, I was like, "Oh my heck!" <laughs> no, but okay. So we talked about those moments. Obviously, there were those uh, smaller moments. Like uh, he had, he was wearing an Aquaman T-shirt. The post second post credit scene was all Aquaman. Um, he wore like a Wonder Woman T-shirt at one point. So you know he's so they were very much embedded in that universe, like I just said, you know. And um, there actually was a split second when they showed Henry Cavill's face. It was on the newspaper clipping when he was like, "Oh yeah, like Superman." It was like a it was in Freddy's yeah, drawer. Yeah, that was Henry's face. Probably your favorite. Actually, Umar, I just told you my favorite moment. It was the moment with the mom. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you just said that in the cover, and then you just slightly mentioned that well, Henry Cavill's face showed up. His <laughs> face showed up in the movie, dudes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so so first step, yo, shout out, yo, shout out to our boy Henry Cavill, bro. This guy is dude, his face showed up. His face showed up on his body. Smear, you hate to see it. Um, okay, so, but yeah, I think, you know, this movie, this Henry Cavill's situation, obviously, it, you know, the very general audience, they don't really know or even care. But let's talk about it. It doesn't matter. I thought the, I thought if the scene wasn't there, the movie probably wouldn't be better. I, I feel like it doesn't matter either way. Who cares? Like, we all wanted Cavill to be there. No, but the general audience yeah. didn't really care. Oh, and let's talk about the suit. Wait, wait, the suit, the Superman suit is different, okay? We all know this, and I'm going to text it to your phone so you guys can see it. The guy. Uh, low key, it was kind of lit. Okay. Alright, let me text. It was you. good. Let me text you. The, let me text it you. It was like a hybrid. It was, it was different, but it was good. It was, it was darker. a hybrid of like um, Rebirth and uh, Snyder's suit because he had like the red lines on the side and everything. I appreciated the red lines. I, I texted you guys the costume. And the yellow is much more like defined. No, what I like about the costume is that it wasn't the Justice League suit in the sense it wasn't teal. You know, like uh, it wasn't like bright, bright blue. Like the shade was still dark. Yeah, there wasn't like a shine. Under yeah, it. I texted you guys. I texted you guys the 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 suit. Yeah, the yellow's a little too much. Yeah, they, they you know they put some classic, but you know it's a it's kind of what I would expect if they made a Superman movie. You know, if they, I, didn't, I didn't think the yellow was that bad. If they announced the Superman movie, I feel like this is the kind of suit they would he would wear. Like personally speaking, I think this is like the best mix because the red belt on the side gives it like more accent. And then uh, I thought that was the best part. I like the red belt. The 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 symbol's basically the same, but they they traded in for kind of some of the whiter gold for more pure yellow. They're more like matte, you know. Yeah, but overall, it's it's still his costume. Like it's the it's the DCEU costume. It's just up slightly upgraded, and people who are gonna complain that oh why did his suit change? Well, his suit changed in every freaking movie. 
His Man of Steel uh, suit was yeah, different. I mean, his to Batman be honest, suit. It's not like one's better than the other. Obviously, he's never worn the same suit well, twice. I mean, not the, he, the BVS suit is like the, the best. BVS suit is the best. But it, but obviously, uh, obviously, but I'm saying, yeah, yeah, it is, it is. Everyone knows, but yes, it is. But the the yeah, for a solo, honestly, even the even the even a brighter suit for the solo. I mean, because it's not it's not the same vision anymore. So yeah, like, like if you were to do the brighter like the bright Superman suit. And if they're gonna make the solo, I think we're like you, you know if this guy comes back, you know, they're gonna make a solo that's very like light, like very Yeah, you know, they're gonna make a crowd pleaser, which I'm saying this is why JJ Abrams has to come back because JJ is the perfect director to kinda of just handle it. You know, like yeah, he'll just go gonna, he'll make it very satisfactory. They're make he, he no, they're not. They're, he's gonna make literally Force Awakens, which is exactly what you need yeah. for Superman. Force, Safe. Force but, Awakens but tone would be how can amazing. You do a Force for Awakens for, for Superman. Tell me. Because it just told me it'll be very, it'll be very just hopeful and, and and genuine, you know, and like Force and Awakens, he works within the Force thing. Force Awakens was only held up by nostalgia, nothing else. No, 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 no. Yeah, it's, he, it's no, actually no, no. Actually, it wasn't. It actually wasn't. It actually has a specific tone to it, which is actually much better than Last Jedi. I lie. But it was actually very like it feels oh, like yeah, a Star Wars movie. Topic, it feels like a Star Wars movie, you know. And he would do the same with Superman. He would make it feel like he would work within the vision because J.J. Abrams, Zack Snyder, are best friends. If you guys didn't know that, and he's working with freaking Chris Terrio. If he brings Chris Terrio with him, I'm, I have no doubts that he'd make a very good Superman movie. No doubts. But that's beyond uh, the point, bro. What do you mean respecting the vision? There is no more vision. No, but there he was. is. He is Zack's friend. Like he's Zack's one of Zack's yeah. best friends. I mean, but it's Dude, not like it's not, like, it's not no. like it's gonna pick up after just like no. But JJ, JJ, right now is in the middle of a huge uh, deal with either Warner Brothers or Disney. Both are trying to buy him out because after Episode Nine of Star Wars, he's a free agent. He has no more contracts. Yeah, well, Warner Brothers better buy him out. If Warner Brothers buys him out, and gives him a huge contract. It comes with do whatever you want. They're yeah, not gonna. Right. They're not gonna tell JJ go into the vision. You know, they're gonna tell him you're freaking JJ Abrams. You're Which one of the is best what MCU does. Yeah, but they're gonna tell JJ whatever you want. Which means they're also gonna offer him if you want to yeah, recast. Doesn't do mean it. he's gonna do a Superman movie. Fool! What if he doesn't? He knows. What if he, he does Green Lantern? I would agree. But remember, JJ Abrams was already hired by W to do Superman. It just didn't work out. He did Superman Flyby. He wrote the whole script. It was gonna shoot. Obviously, that script is kind of insane, and if you guys obviously I told you guys about it, it's actually kind of shit. But uh, but if he has a better if he if he has a better script writer, like he's a good director, he needs a good writer. Now Chris Terrio is already writing with him. Bring Chris Terrio plus JJ. That's a good. That's a. Which means Star Wars Nine is probably gonna be the best one ever. I've been saying Star Wars Nine will, will be, is gonna be kind of late, but. Um, Yo, Anakin should pull up. He's already with Disney. No, no, he might not stay with Disney because Disney's gonna make him work within like. But he's already under Disney, so he knows the how the how no, the Disney, structure is. Disney Disney offered work. him a huge deal. And you know they're offering big bucks. Remember, they're trying to buy production companies. Production was a bad robot. They're trying to buy that production company. If whoever buys them, then it's gonna give them a huge deal. If DC buys them, they're gonna be like, hey, JJ, to do any DC movie you want, open palette. And JJ already did try to do a Superman movie. It I didn't feel work like out. He will because like, what will he do in Marvel? You know, like. What will they give? No, Marvel, what but they would give him. Maybe they give him a future Star Wars, or they give him his own movies, like his single movies, which W is better for. But we're once again digressing into Superman when we should be stay, staying on Shazam. Uh, let's give a score out of five. Obviously, people already know my score since I put it in my review, but you guys can give me your scores. Uh, Zian, what score do you give Shazam out of five? I think it's a straight four out of five. Eight uh, out of ten. All right, Umar, score Shazam out of five. Mm, uh. Yeah, it's 3.7, I don't know. Uh, just like something, like so 7.5 so out of 10, basically. 3.75? Yeah. Okay, Samir, what do you give Shazam? Same as Umar. Same as Umar? 
Alright, so then we, and I gave it four out of five on my review. So now let's talk about our rankings. Now remember, two of us gave it four out of five, and two of us gave it three point five out of five. If you guys mess up your rankings, I'm gonna call you out on that three point five. So okay. everybody rank their DCEU now. So uh, I'm re I'm re ranking, so there's no way to call me out. Alright, so let's let's let right, I'll start the Alright, Zion, re rank the DC extended universe. Right, so you have BVS way at the top, like miles <laughs> away, you know? And then So you, five out of five. And then BVS. you drop down to Earth a little bit. And you get Man of Steel. That's all right. And then you, then, then you get a little more into the ground. You get Aquaman. That's three, personally. Then you get a little lower, Wonder Woman. Then Shazam is at, what are we at, fifth? Yeah. Yeah, Shazam's fifth. And that doesn't mean Shazam is bad. I, I feel like Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Shazam, they're in their own special category. You know? They're all great. And then after that, you also get a huge drop. Then you get Suicide Squad. And then... in. In like the center of the earth, you have just like. All right, Umar, what's your ranking? <laughs> My ranking is exactly down. Well, just say it then. How about that? So I'm trying to hear you say it so I know you remember. It's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. All, All right. right. Uh, Batman v Superman and Man of Steel. So what? One has to be one. One has to be two. Yeah, Batman v Superman is obviously number one. Four. All right. <laughs> and and he's saying they're their own like category. All right. Yeah. Yeah, like they're 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 close. They're close to each other, but Batman Superman is just a lot, a little bit better. All right. Um, now it gets tough. One and two is I, easy for everyone. This is where my re. This is where my. This is where I meant by re-ranking. Wonder Woman to me is better than Aquaman, and it's better I, by a mile. I've been not, saying like the visuals I've for me. Been I'm sorry, saying. like <laughs> I've been saying it's just a better movie. Yeah, it's better Wonder Wonder than Aquaman. Hundred percent. No, the second Aquaman. act of Wonder Woman and Aquaman are both the lowest points. No, but, wait, but the second but, act of Wonder Woman is so much better. The than second act of Wonder Woman. The second time I was watching it, I almost fell asleep. No, yeah. It actually, right, I, let's I'm see. so let's tired. Aquaman, I started falling asleep during like, the Volco scenes the second time also. I'm not going to lie. But at least, I fell asleep at least it kept me a little more awake. At the, at the part where the freaking window hits the thing. You know when the, the movie where the movie starts off? Uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> what, no, no. Wait, listen. What movie are you There's about? nothing in Wonder Woman that's the equivalent of like the guy, you know, putting his face in the toilet or or the rose eating or like they remember Wonder Woman also had the fish out of water complex where oh she doesn't know what man's world is and she's like no, running no, around no, and stuff like that. Hey, let me speak. Like, Parliament <laughs> place and they're talking about the politics. Like, that's I almost fell asleep. That's better than that's better than that's better than 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 no, no, no. Pitbull. Aquaman had like Indiana Jones type you know adventure. Indiana Jones was you know. They're getting like the whatever it was. <laughs> he said Indiana Jones. <laughs> like Wonder Woman and and. This yeah, well, A one of my, in those scenes, the color palette was like black and white. Are you crazy? It was Ray Snyder. I right, now no Snyder has deep colors. It was very Man of Steel. Right. There you go. All right, so muted. All right, Homer, <laughs> do your ranking still. You said it's like great. All right, before we we, we right. I ain't trying to watch. Back. Shut up. <laughs> like great. Right. If I want to watch Concrete, I watch Captain Marvel. <laughs> <laughs> All right, quick, Homer, tell your ranking. Alright, Bivis, Mossy. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with you? Alright, talking real. Alright, one Roman third. Alright, one Roman third. And to me, Aquaman's third act is better than anything in Shazam, but Shazam's the better film. As a film, like from start to finish, all yeah. three acts are good. Okay, so what's the record? To me, Aquaman, the first act is okay. The second act is mega shit, and the third act is insanely great. So it's like a weird, like these two are like to me a tie. Like either a tie, or if you ask me which one's a better film, I'm gonna say Shazam's a better film. 
So you mean so you mean better than anything in Shazam. In terms of let's say let's not move to numbers, if Shazam was three point five, does that mean Aquaman's also three point five? You know what? Aquaman is three point five. So they're the same score. And Shazam is three point seven five. It's a little bit better just because as a film, like it's it, like it's one way. But the third act, when he gets to try everything after he gets to try it is mega better, like better in every sense. So so then So it's weird. I don't know, it's a tie. Yeah, I'm gonna go three point five each actually. I said but one has to go higher than the other in the ranking. He said Shazam um, is higher. Shazam you know, is higher I, by, I, by I hear it's Aquaman because the third act, right? All right, so Aquaman then Shazam. So both you and Zion uh, both put Shazam. Saying, fifth. You're saying Shazam overall is better than Aquaman. Just that the third act of Aquaman is better. Than it's the same thing as. Uh, so why would you say sh- then should well, Shazam Umar, be better? Umar has like a Revenge of the Sith complex where it's like the third act of Revenge of the Sith is so much better. That's different. Third act of Revenge of the Sith is better than every Star Wars movie completely. Yeah, but 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 the first act of Revenge of the Sith is garbage. So it's still better than most films. It's, it's similar. Aquaman and Revenge yeah, of the Sith are similar. Dude, actually, yo, bro, Revenge of the Sith, even the first and second act, yeah, it gets boring at points, no, but it's still better. The, first act, the second act isn't bad either. It's the first act that's bad. Second act is him talking to Palpatine and all that stuff, you know? All right. Like doing so stuff. So, you and Zion both put Aquaman, uh, both put Shazam at fifth. What's after Shazam? Suicide Squad and Justice League? Uh, yeah, I mean, obviously. Suicide, Suicide Squad and then Jeff Johns is Justice League. It was, it was great. Oh yeah, it's a good movie. Dude, all right, so, John's guy. All right, so now Samir, do your ranking of all the DC films. <laughs> all right, all right. <laughs> I got Seal first. I bet. Oh my god. Yes. Oh my god. Then Aquaman, oh then Wonder Woman, then Shazam, then Suicide Squad, Justice. So you god. I was gonna say some stupid shit right only now. Difference, I'm Samir is the stupidest thing ever. Samir, Samir is the same as my list, except he has Man of Steel first. No, Samir's put Aquaman third. You put Aquaman there also. Yeah, I'll put Aquaman third, then Wonder Woman, then Shazam. So all of us put Shazam fifth. But like I said, that doesn't mean it's bad. Yeah, it doesn't mean it's bad. I'm saying but none of us put it in our top four. Uh, I mean, uh, I think it's interchangeable with Wonder Woman. Yeah, I, I agree. I think it's interchangeable with Wonder Woman. Yeah, but I have it interchangeable with Aquaman, so. Yeah, but see, yeah, Umar thinks Wonder Woman's better. All right, my turn. It is better. All right, my turn. My turn. I want you to go. All right, bet. Uh, my first is Man of Steel. Oh my god. What a big wow. surprise. And this guy. Right, listen, let me let me explain let me explain Man of Steel Batman Superman to everyone who doesn't understand. Don't, no, I don't want you to explain. Don't, no, don't, you can say oh, yeah, there's a different man talking no, about the scene where he's like, No no, there's a difference. There's a difference between the favorite and the best. What's the technically <laughs> best made in a pure technical sense? What's the I shut up. In a pure I'll say the leadership. I'm gonna tweet that right now. Alright, listen. Just I'm posting that Martha scene right now. No, okay, listen. In terms of what's the, the shut up. In terms of what's the best, hey, let me talk. In terms of what's the best made movie, like technical brilliance, of course, Batman v Superman is number one. It's the best made movie. <laughs> it is. It actually is. It is. It is. Technically it actually is on a technical level. Larry Fong, Chris Terrio, Zack Snyder, Hans Zimmer. The combination is completely unstoppable. But, but, for personal reasons, personal like personally speaking, what I like more as like as like what I enjoy more watching. I think Man of Steel is more watchable as a movie, and especially it's more watchable in terms of like in like a very like generic setting. Like you can watch Man of Steel, but you can't put on Batman Superman in the background or anything. You know, like you can barely concentrate. And and then so Man of Steel is number one. Number two is Batman v Superman. Now I agree with all you guys. Wonder Woman, Shazam, and Aquaman are like all three the same. Like they're all like they're all the new wave of DC. They're, they're the new wave of DC films 
that are like very much like character love letters. Like they're just specific to that character. And all the directors do a good job. Like I thought James Wan, Patty Jenkins, David Sandberg, all did a good job. But I think, uh, you know, just to be different, I think I'll put Shazam third. Because, oh and I'll point, I'll point out something Umar said. It's yeah, about you're, you're cons- just a contrarian right now. It's about consistency. You're only doing this just to be. It's, a- it's about consistency. First sec, first act, second act, third act. It's consistent. Like it, it's not like oh, one act is very bad. All the acts are good. Unlike other films like Aquaman, where the second act is really bad, you know, or or Wonder Woman, which Wonder Woman's pretty even too actually. No, but second act Wonder Woman, the second is a little lacking. little lacking. But like the, the yeah, second interlending. Then again, the like, second the second little... act has No Man's Land, which is the best scene in the movie. So it's not that bad. Wait, that's like the end of the scene. End of the scene. Not really, that's the whole second act. The whole third act is only the no, end the of the scene. The whole second act is like her in London and doing the parliament and talking to like Remus. You know, they're like, uh, <laughs> that's Loki. That's Loki, the first act. No, the first act ends the second she leaves um, Themyscira. Themyscira. No way, Jose. Because. The second act's too long. Your second act's this long in the movie. Yeah, your second act's too long. Your second, one hour and a half movies is the second act. Alright, so when does the second act start? Second act starts the second they say, oh, we have to go like, in the war now. Let's, let's leave. When is it? And, and it, you know, the second act. Shut up. The second act starts when all like shut the up. people are sitting in the campfire are like, about to leave, you know? Like the group is settled, you know? Shut up. When does it end? And it ends. It ends after the whole no man's land battle. And everyone's cheering for one. Okay, that's like fifteen minutes. No, it's not. Yeah, that, that whole thing is just fifteen minutes. That's okay, it's okay. Out. In the middle, they have all like the, the bar talk in the middle. Then they have the dancing when uh, Steve Trevor and so Diana, Steve Trevor and Diana no, dance in no. the town. That all happened in the second act. Okay. Then of course when he, everyone's cheering for her, like when she saves from the clock tower and everything, all that's like the the second act. Then when they go into the party. To get Aries, where thought Aries is the going party. That's the third act. Yeah, that's, that's a long. Oh, third act. Batman Superman has the longest third act in history. That's the same thing. What are you talking about? Batman, Batman Superman is like a five act film. I know. A three act film. I know it's five act film. But things like Shazam are very obviously three act films, and shows Aquaman very obviously three act films. Yeah, but dude, Wonder Woman, Wonder Woman's any act is better than any act of Shazam. I don't care what anyone says. That's so wrong that I almost want to slap you across the face. <laughs> I'm gonna slap you across the face. Her walking around London, like a little, like a like a innocent child, was better than a lot of Shazam. That's exactly what what Aquaman did with Mera, but like much less subtle. Yeah, it was more stupid. That's it. Wait, wait, let me tell you something. I almost fell asleep to that. <laughs> no, no, Wonder Woman actually is a good movie, yeah, and it's a good movie. Wonder Woman Loki is is. I, don't I know, said, I it's very much in the Snyder. Four era. out of five, obviously, is good. Okay. So but my that one out of five I didn't that finish, it didn't get. That's I didn't finish about. my freaking rankings. Because you know, so, that's what you're not talking. All right, Batman, Superman, Man of Steel, Shazam, Wonder Woman, Aquaman, Suicide Squad, Justice League. Release the air cut. Justice League. Justice Yo, League. Release the freaking air cut right I've now. I've been saying. Never forget, Joss Whedon saw the Snyder cut. He's the only one who did. Joss Whedon, Jeff Johns saw the Snyder cut. Oh no, and Feige. <laughs> I'm telling you, Feige saw Snyder. Feige didn't see Snyder cut. We can't. Can Listen, Faggy and Jeff are best friends. Okay, are we trying to be conspiracy theorists now? Dude, <laughs> listen, they both love hats. Freaking why, endgame are, are, why does Kevin Faggy like hats? He's a billionaire. He loves yeah, wearing hats. Like that's nice. Samir, why does Kevin Faggy like wearing hats? Because <laughs> Jeff Johns is his son. <laughs> Alright, chill, chill. <laughs> chill. Yo, release the Johnson's Justice. Alright. Just to make it clear, we're right. just playing around and like we're not part of that conspiracy theory that you know there's a big snake in the fandom or in the industry. There is no snake in a seat wearing a hat. Right? There's no snake in a hat, okay? Um, at least not. I guess that's that's the next best thing, you know. And um, 
Okay, so is there anything left to talk about for Shazam? I said the way they shot, like, from his chest and everything, it did look like Henry Cavill. I said they did the best job, like Sandberg did the best job he could, knowing he couldn't get him. Remember, Sandberg said he tried to get Henry, it just didn't work out schedule-wise. So, yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying, but, but obviously Henry wanted yeah, a big buck. Yeah, everybody knows this freaking yeah. contract issue is the problem. Obviously, but, uh, so, you know, to have to make it work, and obviously they did a good job. Like, he walked in, chest shot, and then he did a full turnaround, so you saw the full bodysuit, and you saw uh, Shazam... And uh, Freddy both went crazy, like, oh, and then all the students are getting up because remember, those two bullies who are bullying Freddy, they're like, oh, who are you going to bring tomorrow? Superman? You know, like, they made a joke. Like, it was it was like a preset joke, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So then yeah. they paid it off, you know, and then Freddy deserved it because all the family came, like, oh, we set up. The DCEU cannot be dead if the fi- if five out of seven, which means, let I me mean, do the math, five out of seven is what, 70%? It's not dead, all right? What's dead is? The vision, we all knew that. That's uh, yeah, that's it. The Snyder Vision But is the dead. franchise is not dead. In fact, it's doing pretty well. Yeah, the franchise is fine, dude. The franchise is fine. It, the, the second it'll die is probably when the new guy for Batman's cast is pretty much dead. Because you're not getting any more Justice League movies, and you're going to get a bunch of solo movies a lot like Shazam. We're going to have the same conversation a million times about how, yeah, movies like 7.5 out of 10 or 8 out of 10. No, but, itself, but, where, but the but, universe is kind of dead because there isn't, like, they're not building towards anything. There is no Avengers type thing anymore. That's true. So in in a sense, yeah, the the solo movies that make up the universe, they're gonna be eight out of ten, seven, six. We're gonna keep it to that level. We're probably never gonna get anything like nine out of ten or ten out of ten like like Batman Superman and Man of Steel. Uh, but the universe is not building towards anything, and that renders it for me. No, yeah. no, I think I think the Batman films will be better than Man of Steel, and could maybe yeah, be better than yeah, Superman. I don't know about that. They might be better than Batman Superman, depending on how. How serious? Uh, yeah, but, but down, we just said we just said it's not going to be part of the same well, universe. We have to wait and see, but I don't think so. No, so no. If it's not part He's of the same universe, nine no, out of 10, no. Umar, Umar just said oh, there'll be no movies, but Joker's coming out this year, which is going to be a nine out of ten movie. It's going to be a ten out of ten movie. No, Joker could be really good, but Joker's not in the universe, so it doesn't count in the discussion. You know? Who cares? Meaning, Umar just said the DCU is not dead, but Joker is not in the DCU. But we we all agree Joker is going to be could be a masterpiece. It could be. Uh, yeah, the Joker. I'm I'm talking about the DCU. Yeah, so Matt Reeves Batman, Batman is part of that. Matt Reeves Batman is not 100 percent part of that. We don't know. It could be out of the universe. It could I be even part of it. Even if it I is part of it, be honest with yourselves. Be honest with yourselves. You really think he's, he's, he's gonna we're gonna come out of that like we did that? Probably not. Probably not. Well, you're gonna come out of Endgame like that. Yeah, end game. End game is a different game because it's freaking. Yeah, because it's the end game. It's like I guess end game. End game from a different, right. different world. So different. I think. I think I'll I'll close this off and I'll just say that I think personally, you know, the franchise is still alive, it's still kicking. I think uh, they would benefit if they would release a Snyder cut. I don't think they will, but they. I think they should, and I think people should pressure it. But at the same time, I think that no one should be bullying or spoiling or messing up anything for other people. If if you don't enjoy Shazam and you wanna kind of stay in your own little circle, uh, that's fine, but don't mess it up for everyone else. That's kind of like my advice oh. to fandom. All right? Um, but, <clears throat> uh, yeah, I think overall, like, as Yon said, I think the f- out of the DCU, the top five are good. The top five are good. Like, Man of Steel, Batman, Superman are masterpieces. Wonder Woman, Aquaman, and Shazam are all good movies that are very specifically tailor-made. And, and you know what's crazy? For the characters. Suicide Squad and Justice League would have been really good if they didn't get messed with. So, really, if everything went as it should have, this is better. All seven movies would have been. Yep. If good. it went out as it should have, this would have been a more perfect universe than the MCU. The MCU started off rocky. So it's like the first seven movies yeah. of the MCU versus the first seven movies of the DCU. I'm going with the DCU still. 
Yeah, I am too because and and the MCU is one of those weird things where it took them time. Ever since, ever since the Russo brothers entered, like entered that world, their move, their specific movies have been really good. Yeah, really. And Endgame is probably gonna end the game, like literally, like it's literally gonna be so good that we're gonna have a conversation after about if it's the best superhero movie ever. We're actually gonna have that conversation. We probably will, and we're gonna have it actually live. And then we're gonna, and then we're gonna say that no, Batman Superman's better and Darkman's better. But anyways, <laughs> yeah. So that's pretty much it, guys. Uh, if you, we have probably a few more fun surprises coming up, uh, we got a hospital event, charity event. Uh, we're gonna talk about it more soon. Uh, we got a um, what do we got? We got film festival, film fest, Tribeca Film Festival. A lot of fun stuffs gonna happen there. We're gonna cover Avengers Endgame. We got a fun podcast for that as soon as we watch it. You guys are gonna like it. And uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, you can give us all a follow. Let you go. Let let us know in the comments what your thoughts are on Shazam. Uh, what do you think about it? And where do you think it stands on your DCEU rankings? So from myself, from Zion, from Umar, and from Samir, this is the Fruki Bros. We'll see you next time. Peace out.